Hi, and welcome to Non-Fungible Queens, a podcast for the queens and the in-betweens. I'm Hodel Hill. I'm K-Duck. Welcome back to another episode. Tonight, we're super excited. We're sitting down with Emily V. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah, I'm super excited to chat about all the things you're up to in the space. Um, you know, I know recently we kind of c- connected, well, through Twitter, but uh, through the Dudette chat again. So I'm super glad that, you know, hopefully we're maybe starting to do some things there again. Yeah, the Dudette chat is, I was so excited. I woke up one morning and I was added to this this chat and I, I was like, this is the this is the best way to start my day is GMing with all the Dudette. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like... Yeah. So, you know, I, I was like, I know we had a discord before it kind of fizzled out. So I was like, we need to get something back again and just, um, you know, just have that connection there. You know, so many people in the doodles community are doing cool things. So I was like, it'd be really cool to start one up again. So yeah, I'm super glad I did. And you know, it, it brought us to connect and I was like, she'd be a perfect guest. Let's get her on. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your background and kind of how you got started in the space or discovered the space. Yeah, great question. I've been really nostalgic about this, this, this aspect of I don't know. I, I feel like lately I've because just you been knew it was coming. I yeah. I I well, I think it's also just the fall weather starting up. I, mean, I live in the Pacific Northwest, and it makes me all broody and like introspective, you know. So yeah, this has yeah, been so on my today, mind lately. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm in the Midwest, and today we had like our first fall day. It was like mid 60s. It was delightful. Like it was. I'm like, I've missed this so much. So it's, yeah, I'm definitely feeling the fall vibes too. I have like a, a pine scented candle burning right now on my desk. Like I am, I'm in it for the, the cozy the vibes. season. Yeah. So, uh, I, I entered the space, um, in end of last year. So it was around like December, early December, 2021. So I still feel like I'm, I'm fresh and new in this space too, but it, it feels like a lifetime as a lot of people, you know, kind of kind of feel. Um, my partner though, he was in the space, he was working with a company with block- blockchain technology. Um, he really didn't get into crypto too heavily, but he definitely had kind of the chops and and knew about, you know, the, the tech side of things. Um, and so that kind of planted the seed years and years ago. But what really got us in was uh, my job, my, I, I work for an app called One Second Every Day. And my uh, CEO, Caesar Kuriyama, who was the founder of One Second Every Day, had started talking my ear off a little bit about Web3, uh, kind of summer of last year as everything was kind of blowing up. And he does this thing where he'll, he'll be like, okay, I just need to, like, I can't explain it over text. I just need you to get on a call and I'm going to blab at you. So I remember sitting on a call for, I think it ended up being like an hour and a half, two hour call with him um, talking about well, him talking at me about NFTs and I'm sitting there like, huh, this is super interesting. It, I totally don't get it, but I'm really happy for you, friend. Like, you know, <laughs> just kind of like, cool, good for you. And I just yeah. didn't really think much of it until he came back and um, let a couple of us know that he was creating a project with some other people. And that kind of sparked something in me. I remember sitting on the couch and turning to my partner and being like, you know, Caesar's making this project and this could be a really cool way for us to kind of dip our toe in because we know the founders, we know, we know them, we know that they're not going to rug us. Um, and that ended up being the truth Illuminati NFT project. So that was the first wow. that I, I, the first community I, I joined, um, the first, yeah, the first NFT I ever minted. And 
that was that was kind of how yeah that was the that was the entry point so i gotta ask you're a goblin girl then I am, and my fiance is on the goblin team now. We've definitely, oh. yeah. There's there's some gobliny things going so on. So how, how do you handle the goblin spaces? <laughs> um, I've so many so many stories about this. It's so funny. Um, it is chaos in our house, like truly chaos. Uh, there was a point, especially when the goblin team wasn't doxxed yet, they were still anonymous and I had to keep it a secret, which was really, really tough. Um, I am the worst secret keeper ever. And I was like just bursting at the seams, so excited for them when everything was going on. But um, yeah, there was a space where my fiance, because he he was one of the first people that did the voice and he was doing uh, sound effects on the on the space. And so he was running our blender and like banging dishes and like... <laughs> Cut, like cutting up like random like cabbage like you know just like making so, like, noises he was legit making the noises i assumed it yeah. was like an app or something but no, no he's like working overtime in the background making these yeah and we are so proud of him for that it was just un, un, unhinged chaos and super creative yeah. fun um, I yeah have so a, a new respect for for <laughs> that now that now that i know the true work that went into that Oh yeah, it was a it was a fun time. Um, but yeah, the goblin spaces are wild. It's still just like just chaos when they when they do it, and it's just really funny. Like I'm sure our neighbors look at us so weird because of the noises that come out of this house. But yes, <laughs> I did see uh, one of your tweets one time, and you're like, you know, I'm I'm in a different room on a spaces having like a really thoughtful, mindful <laughs> conversation, and then you could hear him in the other room just yep. making goblin noises. <laughs> yeah, it's it just like. It, it really it tickles me sometimes how how like funny just like kind of I don't know it, it, it's just weird it's 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 chaos but it's beautiful and it's fun and we we love it <laughs> that's amazing that's awesome yeah you know I, I think um super cool to I have see. a confession go ahead I've never listened in on any of the goblin spaces so I don't even know what <laughs> goblin noises means and I don't want oh, to don't tell me no I <laughs> keep I me out of it all together <laughs> I don't do I don't really do the voices very well. I, I try to steer I let I let I let Ethan Ethan handle that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Sorry, it's definitely uh no, it's I was just going to say how it's kind of taken the space by storm. Um it just was like crazy, you know, the whole Goblin Town takeover. So it, it's been really cool to see and you know even though personally I'm I'm not a holder, I'm not really a part of it, but just having like the space be excited about something again was cool. Yeah, it was it was quite the time. It was it we did not expect that reception, did not expect it to go anywhere near that. Um so it was an exciting couple months for us and still that that community is near and dear to our hearts <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So, you know, going back a little bit, when you you first decided that you wanted to join so the Truth Illuminati, that was your first mint. Mm-hmm. My that was my first mint, and then I I quickly found Crypto Coven was my really second big community that I joined. Crypto Coven was I think I minted mid December around that time. That was like my PFP for forever. I love them so much. Um, they're doing like really cool creative storytelling. Um, they're just they're just killing it in general, and they have some exciting stuff happening now. I, it's funny, like I now now that we're getting into the 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 Halloween weather, I, I've been eyeing some crypto coven to return as my PFP. But yeah, from there, I I kind of I, I feel like a lot of people go through this at the beginning when they jump into Web three of just 
entering every discord and going in full, like full force. And that's really what I'm, I mean, I'm an extrovert, so it, it came really naturally for me to just start interacting with people on discord, on Twitter. And it, it, it came so naturally that I, I just, I got hooked and I, and I, you know, the rest is history a little bit. I joined a bunch of different communities and then um, Zen Academy was the the third really big community that I kind of sunk my teeth into. That was um, that was in January, I think. Uh, my fiance actually gifted me my my first token to Zen Academy, which kind of started a whole other set of dominoes <laughs> at that time. Yeah, that's awesome. So, when you were going in these discords, were you kind of looking for anything in particular, or just like? trying to find people you vibed with or like trying to find like I don't know you'd want to say your home like it's so cliche but like it really mm-hmm. is it is cliche but there's a reason for it because it is so true it's um what would I what was I looking for I was looking well I think so coming off of um you know COVID the last couple of years being COVID and quarantine and stuff that was a a 100%. rough couple of years and I feel like this was a really interesting because this was around the same time that everything was kind of opening up, but it also was winter. So we were all kind of stuck inside again in, in, a, in, a, in a small way. And I, uh, my fiance and I really love gaming. So like we went through a phase where we loved playing like Among Us with people. And we just like, we were obsessed with just like finding these like small, like friends of friends who wanted to play Among Us or play like Fortnite or all, you know, all those other games were on Discord and like chatting. And it was this interesting thing because we found these communities and it wasn't about gaming. It was about this new thing, you know, NFTs and your your um, your identity. And that that connection is just so different than anything else. Like, I think a lot about connecting with communities over or like your 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 small groups over the course of your lifetime. And when we're younger, we go to school. And so you have your friends, but your friends are usually you know, the first person that you sat by in second grade and that person is your friend for life kind of thing. And you, you lose that a little bit once you graduate, like you feel it in college, you feel it in, um, your first job. But then when you're an adult and you don't have those, those specific communities, especially for me, I work, I've always worked remote. Well, not always, but I, I ended up switching over to remote. Um, you lose that sense of community. So this is this interesting, kind of step back into that finding your your group and and your your community that you can vibe with over a shared interest shared you know support group um it yeah there was a couple years there where I really only had you know my social friend group and that was really it but you lose something when it's just your friends like it's really cool to have other people that you can kind of lean on and and grow together I don't know I've I've made some really really close friends since I've been in this space and people that I'm now inviting to my wedding and it's it's pretty wild to think about yeah and you know especially like you mentioned during during the COVID times like you know you mentioned like you're an extrovert so I'm sure that that period was super tough for you um for myself I like staying home so Mm -hmm. it was wasn't bad but um you know I understand that for a lot of people it was a big change and you know it's it was nice just being able to connect with people and you know have the people there but I think it's really like sharing the similar mindsets like um just it's like usually you're you're hard pressed to find someone in 
like in a coffee shop that you can just walk up to and like you're pretty similar but like it feels like here like I'm running into people on Twitter and discords like every day that I'm like yeah we could be friends like the barrier of entry is so much lower too because you're online you know you have you have a PFP to hide behind a little bit if you're if yeah. you're nervous <laughs> and you have like you have very common interests and you have talking points to talk about. You can talk about the founders or, you know, mm -hmm. the drama in the space. Like there's so many things that you can just end up the intro to your conversation that it makes it a lot easier to connect. For sure. So much drama. Why is there so much drama in this space? I don't know. I don't know, but it's like, you know, <laughs> Are we all bored somebody... and we just create it. <laughs> yes. Yes. As, <laughs> as somebody who like, who didn't use Twitter really at all before NFTs and Web3. Like I was only using Twitter for keeping up with like celebrity drama and reality TV shows. So like I crave, I like, it, it's nice to watch it from afar when it's not, you know, when, when it's pretty harmless, but um, yeah, it's a lot, it's very dramatic over here. Yeah. So when you got involved in the space, I know you mentioned you worked for marketing. Um, mm -hmm. and, and by the way, you said your CEO was kind of the one that introduced you. So I was wondering if there's any plans to bring one second every day to the blockchain. Ooh, great question. Um, there's no plans set right now, but it's definitely on the minds of the leaders and that, you know, they're, they're, they're thinking about it for sure. Um, we have, a tremendous community that I, I just don't, it, it would be pretty hard to bridge, bridge them over to the web three space, but it's definitely a challenge that our leadership team is, is thinking about, but no set plans. Um, yeah, definitely. You know, it's something that could be in the future. It seems like, but like, what if you were able to mint, you know, your memories? Your yeah. Your memory, <laughs> like when you were done creating it. So yeah, like something like that, like that would be awesome to see, but yeah, I agree. Like it would definitely need to be definitely need to be on like a, um, more onboarding blockchain probably a, a more user friendly um you know mm -hmm. like creating a wallet stuff like that's not easy right now for the average person but yeah definitely in the future i could see something like that that's i feel like that's why we see so many big brands collaborating with projects because they it's that bridge over you know the the big brand names i i've yet to see a kind of smaller web 2 native company make the jump yet. And I think we're going to see more of that eventually, but I, I think, I don't think it's quite time yet. You know, there, we have to kind of figure out and solve for that onboarding problem before that can happen. For sure. Yeah. And that's why I'm super interested. I know, uh, obviously we talked about your doodles holder. I'm super interested to see what they're doing with doodles too, and their plans to onboard millions, they say yeah. into, into the brand. So, um, yeah, that's going to be super interesting to see their plans roll out. I'm so excited. I finally got to join the doodles community. It was, I think I got in the space. Like I could, I, I just, I kind of missed it. I kind of came in at a time that it was already kind of blowing up and I had, you know, kind of been watching from the sidelines <laughs> sidelines. And so it was, you know, I, I know that with this market, it is a good time to buy into so certain communities and doodles was my like top, top choice to buy into mm -hmm. at this time. It's been awesome. And you got the hard ice trait. Hoddle Hill actually has the hard ice trait as well. Yay. Yes, I love it. I love the hard, hard ice. Hard ice is one of my I, favorite emojis too, so it just works. It's it's so good and it's very I'm I love pastels. I love like girly heart things, so it it, <laughs> it worked out. It took me a while to find her, but I finally got her. <laughs> nice. 
how did you become involved in working with the Zen Academy? I got in. Okay. This is a, <laughs> yeah, this is, this is a story. So I am ready met, for it. Yeah. <laughs> I met Zeneca through Crypto Coven, actually. Um, he was super, he is super bullish on Crypto Coven. And I kept seeing him in the Discord. And this was around that time I was just in every Discord chatting with every, every person. And I remember chatting back and forth with him before I realized who he was, if that makes sense, because, you know, his, his profile picture is a, a witch in the, in the discord. And, um, I ended up realizing that he was like a quote unquote crypto coven whale and started following him on, on Twitter. And I remember reading one of his, uh, blog posts, I believe it was the infinite regret blog post. And this was at a time where I, <laughs> Okay. I don't know how long I, I need to get with this. Okay. So I ended up selling a witch around point, gosh, point three, I think. And I was like, yeah, profits. Like I'm, I still to this day, I'm not a good NFT trader, but I sold it. And then of course the floor just kept going up and up and it went to one ETH and then it went to 1.5 ETH. And so I read his blog post about infinite regret about how no matter what, when like if you sell and it goes up, you're gonna you're gonna regret it. If you don't sell and you hold it and it goes down, like, you can't you can't really win. You just have to kind of do what you're doing and stick by it. And so his blog post brought a brought me a lot of comfort because this was at a time you know I was two months into the NFT space. I wasn't really like I was having fun. I was you know connecting with people in communities, but I just wasn't I wasn't very good at any of the actual NFT trading side of it. And so I, I cold DM'd him and I said, um, I've actually looked at this, this message, message back since. And it's funny because I just see myself, I kind of cringe at myself. But I was like, thank you so much for <laughs> writing this. this. This actually brought me a lot of comfort. Um, I don't think I'm really cut out for this whole Web3 NFT thing. Um, and he, like, you know, like he always is, was very generous with his time, responded back to me um, a super long message about, you know, kind of talking about why it's hard in this space, but, you know, you have to kind of keep, keep, just keep going. And, um, he asked me like, what did you sell? And I was like, I sold a crypto coven and I'm like devastated because the floor is like so high. And he offered to sell me one of his crypto coven for the price that I sold mine so I could get back in. Um, and so at that point I, you know, that meant the world to me. I was, I was like, tearing up at that. That was like just the nicest thing anyone. I just, yeah, I, I was beside myself. Um, and so, yeah, he sold me his, his witch, um, for the price that I sold mine. So it got back into the project. And then from there, I think we just kept in touch. Sorry, this is a very long winded story, but it's probably kind of part of it, but we kept in no, touch. No. Um, that was when Ethan bought me a token for Zen Academy cause he knew how much I appreciated Zeneca. And so then I was in Zen Academy, you know, kind of just always around. Um, I, we talked about doing movie nights and all this stuff. And then um, he reached out to me about uh, coming on board as like a community manager. And so then we started, once we had that first conversation about my experience and my marketing advertising background, um, he was like, well, I, I could use some help with branding and marketing and social media stuff. Would you be interested in helping in that capacity? And so it, what turned from you know, just kind of helping out here and there with community ended up turning into a job very quickly. And so I've been with Zen Academy as their 
marketing, branding, social media manager since uh, around February. Very cool. Yeah. You know, it's really cool to see what you guys have built there and, and all the all that he's given to the space. I know, um, as you said, you know, always so generous uh, with his time and his his knowledge. So, yeah, that's really cool. And I know you mentioned, you know, the cold DM and kind of cringing, but like I just <laughs> wanted to circle back to that because I think it's so important. And this is something that I try to be mindful of is like when I think something, I try to tell people that like even if it mm-hmm. seems cringy, I'm like, you know, like, like I want to DM and and give them props or like I want to tweet back at them and give them props like Mm -hmm. something that I really try to be mindful of because I you know I want people to know like I appreciate them or I want them to know like I think they're doing a great job or like you know just like hopefully make their day so I think it's like yeah I think it's cringy sometimes too but I try to like power through it you know because I think in the long run it's worth it. It's so hard, right? Because you don't want to, I, I think of it as like, okay, I actually mentioned this, I was talking about this a little bit with, you know, giving back to your community and, and being successful in this space is all about giving more than you take. And so if you think about just kind of putting into the universe, like putting a, a deposit in the piggy bank versus, you know, taking money out of the piggy bank, like I, 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 whenever I get a, a cold DM and it's somebody that's genuinely just wanting to say thank you or, or asking me like a genuine question or getting, or come on my podcast. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> or yeah. And it's like, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't respond to every DM, but there are some that you're like, I don't know. I, I guess I just, I want to encourage everyone like do the cold DM. Somebody may not reach out, reach out back to you or, or respond, but it doesn't hurt to just put yourself out there. And as long as you're doing it with respect and um, authenticity, you, you can't, the worst thing, the worst thing they can say is no. And the worst thing, or the worst thing they could say or is, is not response. So what, what's yeah, the, I, I, I really agree. And you know, and then if you're sending them out, it could end up uh, like it did for you. <laughs> right. A great right. opportunity. Yeah. And I think, yeah, it just comes from like a, a, a genuine, you know, you want to connect. That's, it just comes from, I just want to connect with you and I just want to say thanks, or I just want to say that your podcast is awesome or, or whatever. And that's, that's important. Yeah. You know, and I think we mentioned earlier, like so much drama and stuff. I think that that's how we as a space, you know, grow and elevate and really stay together is, you know, doing that and and being genuine and, and building true friendships. So yeah, you know, that's personally my favorite part of the space is, you know, reaching out and and meeting people. So, you know, I will, I will keep shamelessly (laughs) DMing. So I want to know some of the things that you guys are working on at Sin Academy right now. Like what's, what's going on over there? You know, um, admittedly I'm not that plugged in, but, um, yeah, I'd like to know. Yeah. So Zen Academy is all about education and being kind of a soft landing spot for people that are entering web three. But with that, we're realizing that, you know, people are learning more and more. We're, we're going to have more people onboarded, but we're really trying to focus on building out our community and our knowledge base and the media that we're putting out. So Zeneca has his um, his, his YouTube channel. I mean, I, I can't even list how many podcasts he, I think he has two podcasts that he's in a YouTube channel. And so we're, we're really trying to build out some knowledge base, um, and educational content uh, through him because he is the brand like Zen Academy is Zeneca. And so it was really interesting challenge to take Zen Academy and 
brand it in a way that it could, you know, it is him, but it also is, it lives on its own. And we had to be, um, we had to consider that when we were doing the rebrand of the, um, of the logos and kind of figure out the tone of voice. Um, what we're building right now, we, it's no secret. So there's no alpha or anything here, but, um, we are building towards a PFP project. Um, the timeline of that is still TBD. We're being pretty, um, vague about timing of course for that, but really the, the purpose there, you know, we don't want to just put another PFP in the ecosystem of <laughs> web three. I don't think the, you know, the, the space doesn't need another PFP, but our community needs a PFP. We have been, our token is currently, um, it's just a letter. It's a, an image of, uh, old branding, a, a letter, uh, Zeneca's kind of promise to the community. And so we are, we're basically going to give our community an identity to sit behind um, through that PFP. And we're really excited about that. And I, I really like that though. You know, I think, um, you know, you said you're like the, the space doesn't need another profile picture project, but our community does. And you know, that's the thing is like doing it in reverse, building the community, then, then giving the profile pictures versus launching the profile pictures with no community, you know, I think it's, it's a bit different. Yeah. And I feel really grateful to be a part of it because, and I know that's kind of sounds cliche, but it, it, it really is, it, it, fe- it feels like we're doing it all for the right reasons and we're, we're strengthening our base and, and building that foundation for the community before, you know, we put those NFTs out in, in the world. Um, it's really fun though, because, I've gotten my, so a little bit more about like my background. I, I have, I was, I did marketing, advertising, um, social media management, but in my free time and in college, I, my passion is, is creative writing and fiction writing. And, um, I was a comic studies minor. So I, I was super into graphic novels and writing. I'm not an illustrator by, by any means, but I loved writing. And so web three and specifically my, my work with Zen Academy is kind of brought me back to some of that creative writing stuff. So I've been helping out with the backstory and lore and world building of what this PFP and what Zen Academy could, could, could be. And so I, it's been, it's been a dream. It's been so fun. So when these new Zen Academy PFPs come out, <laughs> will you change to from your Moonbird? That's what you have right I now, know. right? Yeah, I have my move. I go back and forth between Doodles and Moonbird because Moonbird was like such a, a big a big deal for me. That was like my, my, yeah. my big kid NFT. I think that was like my, my big <laughs> one. Um, right. So we, we've been talking about this. Like I, I, it has to be, um, I need to find one that I'm, cause I, I get picky with PFPs too. Like I get, I get very like emotionally attached to my, my PFP. Um, oh, I feel yeah, abs- absolutely. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be sporting. I'll be sporting the Zen Academy for sure. Nice. Yeah, it's always such a dilemma. You're like, and I have that dilemma, you know, and I don't, I'm not even involved in like a project that has a profile picture. So it's like, I can't imagine, but I'm, it's like, for me, it's like, I was talking about it the other day. I, it's more of like me wanting to show love to the communities that I love, but Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't all at once. So yeah, it's, it's tough. That's why you got that fan art done. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that's true. I know. I like, Sorry, I like when people bar. saw, yeah, no, I love when people do, they solve for that with like a picture of their P- 
PFP and then on the shoulder is the moonbird or on the side is the doodle and like they put it all in one. I think that's so cute and I should just probably start doing that so I can, I don't know, but then, it's hard because then you go in the spaces and you're getting excited and wanting to support and you're like, okay, I'm going to throw on that PFP and then I just, I just feel like I'm, I'm PFP swapping all the time and I, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. know if you, if you guys <laughs> look at this, but the NFT inspect site, it's like yeah. NFT inspect XYZ. If you look at yourself on there, it like tells you all your statistics and stuff. No. I have like a, yeah, yeah. You should check it out, but I have a badge and it's like, it basically says that I'm a profile picture flopper <gasps> because I change, even though I haven't even changed that much. I only changed between like two collections, but it's yeah so it, it like just labeled me and i'm i'm just like labeled with like the red a i guess no <laughs> okay. no loyalty <laughs> i know i'm so, i'm so curious now i want to know what it says about me that's so funny yeah so like um moon so you have a moonbird right now it would probably rank you among all the other people that have moonbirds so like oh. you can see your rank <laughs> within the collection that you're rocking then you can mm. see like global stats and stuff like that so yeah it's pretty cool but um yeah i mean it's neither here nor there i love that that's so funny it just makes me like oh, i don't know it, it, it's it's but it's a question of like i don't know that it just goes back to like your ident like your personal identity or personal brand and like how people navigate that it's so and then like what if you you stick to that community but uh, it's tough it's tough <laughs> it's kind of like with discord like i love being able to switch your pfp with like with the server that you're yes, in yes that's amazing you can't really do it on <laughs> twitter i know so actually my uh discord ran out the other day and i was like I like went into a server and I went to another one. I was like, wait, something's wrong. I was like, what's wrong? And then I was like, oh man, it just ran out. And I was like, yeah, I got to get that again. So besides Zen Academy, mm -hmm. do you do any other work in the space? Uh, yeah. Okay. I have actually just started to um, kind of open, open the, the flood, not floodgates, but, um, I am interested in doing some marketing consulting for, uh, different projects, specifically, um, web two brands that are looking to enter the web three space. Um, while I can't get into who those brands are, I've, um, yeah, recently started to, to consult with a, with a company, uh, entering the space. I'm very excited about it. Other than that, I, through the three through three club, which is the Zen Academy kind of, um, it's a, it's a group that's more focused on, uh, founders and builders, um, in the space and, and a little, not like upper echelon, but it's like, a, it's a lot higher price point to come in. You, the utility is a lot more around one-on-one uh, -on -one time with Zeneca. And so I've been offering, uh, office hours, like drop-in office hours that, you know, I kind of do a little bit of help and advising on that end. Um, so other than, uh, the marketing I've been doing with Zen Academy and a little bit of consulting, um, I also have done a little bit of freelance copywriting. Cause that's my, that's my bread and butter is, is copywriting, um, for a couple other projects as well. So I'm busy. I've, I've been, I've been, <laughs> I haven't had time for, for much else besides what I've done. Well, thank you for taking the time to come on tonight. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, this is the fun stuff. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But what I was going to say is that, um, you know, with these web two brands entering the space, you know, it, I, I like when they take the approach of getting someone that's involved in web three already to consult. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's, um, 
makes me feel a little at ease about, you know, these companies entering, you know, obviously not every brand is going to take that approach, but hopefully, you know, the ones that really want to be successful will. The smart ones will. <laughs> the smart yeah. ones will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Because yeah. it's so easy to spot them when they don't, right? It's so easy to sniff them out when it's... Well, I think that's an interesting about thing about this space is like even more so, this space is so allergic to advertising and marketing. Like none of us want to admit that we're being marketed to even when we are. Um, and then when it's really, it's really obvious when a web two brand comes in and tries to, you know, adopt the, the speak and adopt the, the things that, you know, they think we want to hear. It's very, very quick, very quick to realize that it's disingenuous <laughs> and that they're just so- coming here for whatever nefarious reasons. Yeah. A few extra dollars for them. Mm-hmm. It's really virtually nothing in, in their bank accounts, but Hey, so, you know, you mentioned it, it's it's your job to figure out how to market without people feeling like they're being marketed to. How, how, how's that been? <laughs> That's always the, the challenge, right? I mean, here it's a lot. I mean, marketing can really be anything. It can be genuine interactions with one-on-one with somebody. Um, it can be, you know, I mean, okay, using myself as an example, like, or through, if I, if I had, you know, if I was representing Zen Academy, it really is about how I present myself and how, um, yeah, those, those, um, those genuine one-on-one interactions can go also just branding in general. Like, I I don't think people realize how organic (laughs) of marketing it can be just to be wearing your PFP, like how impactful that is. Um, that's marketing itself. And, um, the spaces that we do, all of the things that are, are, are community driven. Um, it's pretty incredible to see some community, like what you're doing right now. I mean, having, having the dudettes channel, that's marketing itself too. Um, there's just so many layers to it. And I think what we've seen lately is that storytelling aspect. I mean, there was that day everyone was saying storytelling NFTs. I think the goblins are a perfect example of just genius marketing that wasn't marketing um, <laughs> with those with the, with the spaces and the voices and the brand that you could stand, you could pick out a goblin in the crowd and, and know that that was the truth or well, once they docs, but, um, that that was a goblin. Um, so like just, just so, so iconic in that way. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a tough challenge to, to market in this space and like paid ads are not a thing over here. If you see a paid ad in, in the web three space, you immediately, I mean, it usually it's a, rug I assume or it's it's a scam like, yeah. or it's a hacker or whatever. And so it's like, we have to get so much more creative with like getting our voice out there and our message out there, um, through spaces, through, tw- through interesting Twitter and like Twitter accounts. I mean, and there's just so much at our fingertips that we can use through LinkedIn. Like Zeneca and I have been doing a deep dive over on LinkedIn because there's so many more people there's so there's so many more web two people, web three curious people over there that haven't made the jump over to web three NFT Twitter. Um, and we're get we're seeing So that's the alpha. <laughs> LinkedIn <laughs> honestly, I know it's like I was never on Twitter or LinkedIn before this space much. And 
lately I find myself in these spaces that I'm like, I used to hate these and it's so much more fun with, with web three, but yeah, the engagement over on LinkedIn is super interesting. Cause it's like the people that are web three curious, but don't want to, you know, get bombarded with DGENs on Twitter are hanging out on LinkedIn, reading all of the awesome posts that Zeneca is writing or, or different major, um, people in the space are writing. Gary V is, is killing it over on LinkedIn. Like LinkedIn is definitely a place to, to utilize right now as, as for your personal brand, for your, for your projects, for your companies that you're building. Um, I guess that is alpha. Yeah. That's the alpha. Do you have an (laughs) NFT profile picture on LinkedIn? I don't. Yeah, how do you feel about that? I feel like it's a, it's a really big debate in the space, Uh like whether, whether that's acceptable or not. I know the doxing on undo- so I've never been fully doxed. I've been soft doxed um, ever since I entered. I used my <laughs> I used my Twitter account that I've had since two thousand nine, um, and I just I and I, I I respect anyone that wants to be doxed. That is totally their you know their prerogative, their their choice, and it never really fit for me. Um, and so being on LinkedIn isn't as scary to me as as other people kind of feel like it is or, or people are against it. Um, my profile, I've actually had the same profile picture for forever. And it's an illustration that my designer part, uh, my design partner actually drew for me. So it is a, an illustrated PFP, but it, it's not an NFT. <laughs> well, you should probably put that thing on chain, right? Like make it official. Yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> I was thinking about asking Hexagon. her, <laughs> I know I was thinking about it and I actually, she's an fantastic illustrator. So I was, I was thinking about asking her, but I'm also nervous because sometimes when you ask your IRL people about NFTs, you get kind of, you get varying reactions. So we'll see. Yeah. They either get defensive or they just sort of glaze over like, I don't know about this and I don't care about this. Yeah. And it's, since it's her, since it's her illustration, I'd have to be like, I'm going to mint this but like what are what's the ethics of that right it's me but it's she made it out she made it back in 2000 what 16 i think so uh, anyways <laughs> yeah maybe you should just um you know use different different verbiage you know not nfts you, i think yeah. that's like the trick nowadays like you know starbucks with like the odyssey stamps mm-hmm. you know people are getting really creative out here yeah digital collectibles and all the all the non NFT. I mean, NFTs need a rebrand. That is a hundred percent a thing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, definitely, you know, for sure. I think I, I, somebody was, was arguing the point the other day that, um, you know, they think in a couple of years, like NFTs won't even be an, a word that we use in the space and it'll be, it'll be like a, you know, a really foreign term to use. So I guess we'll see. I'm excited for that day. And I hope that like, I mean, it's people like us that need to kind of start doing that rebrand. I, I think about it a lot of like, what, 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 what are NFTs going to be called? What are these, what's this technology going to be called? Are we even going to call it web three is web, is the term (laughs) web three cringy? Like I I don't, I don't, some people think it is. I don't think it's necessarily cringy, but like, is that going to be out of date? I don't know. It might be one day sort of like, you know, like, Oh, send it to my hotmail. I'm clearly (laughs) old old af (laughs) you know yeah it'll be like that right our kids will be like mom don't say nft that's so so cringe so cringy (laughs) yeah or like you know dot eth you know you have your ens names or something like that's gonna 
I don't know. I'm sure we'll mortify our children one day. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, I wanted to, um, I, looking through your Twitter, I, I saw a funny tweet and it was about, um, wedding registries being on chain. <laughs> Yes, please. When is all I have to say. When is that? I also be a want thing? to DK one one. That would be amazing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like married, so I can't <laughs> register for it. You know? I was laughing because I was like, I don't want to. I don't want a blender. I want a DK because those are so close in price. <laughs> Did you see his 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 one today? The yin yang. Um, one of one went for I think one hundred and hundred and eight. ETH, I think today I just was crying Sheesh, about it. That's some blender. <laughs> that is, I I've had this conversation where it's like, what's your grail? And of course, there's oh my, we all have like pretty similar grails. Blah blah blah. D a DK one of one is absolutely on top of my list of like one day, but it's a lot. That's a lot of blenders. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope you get there, and I hope, um, yeah, I hope when I see that tweet come out, I'm gonna be like. She spoke it into existence. I'm manifesting. Yes, you got to. So usually we wrap up with asking some advice that you would give uh, to, you know, maybe another woman that wants to join the space, but is kind of unsure or, you know, really just anyone that um, might be new to the space or, you know, looking to join. That's a great way to end. Um, My advice to anyone coming in the space, but women specifically is, um, don't stop at the first sign of pushback because there's going to be, there's going to be the same kind of things that we deal with in the web two world. It doesn't magically go away in web three. Although there are a lot of people here trying to, you know, remedy a lot of those things. Um, I also think like there are just such beautiful communities of women and women identifying humans, here that are all in it together and like that we're we're here and open for for more people and just trying to find that one or two people to 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 kind of connect with and and introduce you to those communities because they are out there and they're not just the ones that are the women pfp uh (laughs) focused groups they're like smaller um authentic groups that are that are truly like there to support um and i would say dm me (laughs) I'll, 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 uh, I'll show you where they are and, um, kind send of walk you through DMs. it. Yeah. Send those cold DMs. Don't be afraid to reach out and ask people to be on your podcast, ask people to, to, you know, explain what a, what a DK is or, or explain what <laughs> art blocks is or anything like ask questions. Um, I think, yeah, leading with curiosity is, is probably your best bet. And on the flip side, you got to check those DMs too and see if there's oh, any. I, I know it's hard. You got to wade through the scams and the spam and the hi. Like, wh- why just say hi? Say something with substance, I, you know? <laughs> you're so right. And I, that is, I needed to hear that truthfully. <laughs> I can be really bad about DMs just because it causes me a lot of anxiety when I have, you know, hundreds of unread. Mm-hmm. DMs and then it just it freezes me. So 
that's good advice. I'm going to take that advice. I'm going to like just one morning, just drink a cup of coffee and go through all of my hidden folder DMs that I need to nice, get to. Nice. Well, even if you like set a, like a goal for yourself, like five a day, like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, that like, that's pretty reasonable. I feel like, you know, in the space, we're always talking about setting goals and, you know, setting your boundaries. So, you know, you just have to kind of figure out what's right for you. Absolutely. And I, I always, I marvel at how Zeneca is able to do like I he like he's a superhuman like I'm not I'm not sure how he's able to do it and I come to meetings and I'm like I'm so tired and I'm so like blah blah, blah. and he's like you know back to back meetings for ten hours and he's been answering all the DMs like it's he's incredible and I need to emulate that sometimes but also know when to take a break because balance is important. <laughs> wow, that was uh that was really the. <laughs> All, all, all angles there. <laughs> no, we. I love it. Yeah, it's it's so true. It's it's also true. And you know, um, usually that that's we get a very similar sprinkles of that. So yeah, it's it's definitely, you know, I think people are that are nervous or scared to jump in. You know, that they're they'll find that they'll be met with people that are kind and, and really willing to help. So I think. Um, you know, I always preach that there's really a place for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like you said, jump in, join a hundred discords, join as many as you can <laughs> until you find where you want to be and you find your people. Absolutely. Yeah. We're so lucky to have found some amazing communities to be a part of. I really we're need so... to like cut out some of the, the ones that are not so amazing so I can focus. <laughs> Yeah, it it takes it takes some trial and error, right? Like there's some that mm-hmm. you realize is not for you, and that's okay. It's okay to set that boundary. And yeah, we're we're, we're very lucky. We yeah, we found some good people. <laughs> Agreed. So you know, where can they find you if they want to DM you? What's your what's your Twitter? My Twitter is Emily V. Uh, those are double E's underscore ETH. Um, I have a purple little moonbird that you can identify me by <laughs> okay awesome yeah definitely um give her a follow check out everything you know they're doing over at zen academy and you know it's, it's a great way to you know have an entry to the space as well and thank you so much for joining us tonight you know we're, we're super thankful that you you know took some time out of your schedule to sit down with us and you know share all the things you've been working on so can't wait to keep up with you and see all the great things you do in the future as well thank you so much this is awesome that's all for this episode. You can find us on Twitter at NF Queens Podcast and stay tuned for next week. Bye. Bye.